So there's going, there's far, there's going too far, and then there's us a tad too far. This is Taj, and with me here today is Demona. Hi, guys. And Athena. Hi, hi. The normal gang. And so we're here for European bands uh, as educators, round three. So um, this was my choice so all right so i'm gonna put slight disclosure or disclaimer on this so um just we're trying to be a pg-13 or under podcast i pick romantic literature now originally i had put out to the group to do sex head but that was shot down so we pick romantic <laughs> literature now i'm gonna tell you right now I picked this because of the band that I picked. I picked that artist and then I found the class I thought he'd be best suited for. And mainly because of his prose, his lyrics. Um, so where we're trying to say PG-13, there's gonna be some innuendos about SEX, but we're still trying to stay PG-13, so I apologize if anything slips. <laughs> I'm only human. So um, my pick again uh, was romantic literature. And so the reason why I picked this, so um, there's a band known as Frightened Rabbit. Anybody know them? No. No, no clue. not at all. Okay. They are a beloved favorite band of mine. They're out of Scotland. Now, just recently, like this year, uh, the lead singer committed suicide. Oh. So um, I've listened to all his albums. He has like four or five albums out. And um, there's another favorite artist of mine called Frank Turner and so he's also Scottish and he collaborated and he had this quote or this word they said I'm paraphrasing so don't <laughs> quote me but he said basically if we don't keep playing somebody's music then they'll be forgotten and so I when we, this subject came up and it was European bands you know I was like Beatles you know stuff like that you know but then I was like wait a minute if I really want to keep somebody alive here in our little world on this podcast, I was like, I'm going to do Frightened Rabbit. <laughs> and so I went with romantic literature. Now, um, the reason why he's good as romantic literature, um, his prose are very, he's, so as a romantic literature teacher, he'd be very on the light romance side, more pessimistic reality side, but he would still examine literature as in, you know, what do we really define as romance? And then what is really reality as far as, you know, you know, day-to-day -day life? Because that's kind of the point of romantic literature is like, all right, examine different types of romance and how it's portrayed through the history mm -hmm. of the world. So um, to give you an example, so I apologize. So, so he has lots of songs I love. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um one song they has is Good Arms versus Bad Arms. 
And so it's good arms versus bad arms will win hands down, down. They're built to hold and to fit. Look how far they go around. So it's like, he's talking about, you know, what, what what's a good hug? What's a bad hug? I mean, you know, he, I'm sure he's talking about something else and I'm right. probably misinterpreting all these songs, but I mean, that's how I'm fitting it into this narrative that, you know, I mean, what do you think? You, you got, got some more lyrics? I got some more lyrics. All right, let's hear some more lyrics. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> all right. So, um, so let's see. Um, okay. So where I was... Um, so he's like the realistic romantic literature kind. Like exactly. He's not lost in fantasy or anything. Yeah. Okay. So there's one called Keeping Yourself Warm. <laughs> and then here's okay. where... Here's the realistic part. It's like, you won't find love in a, you won't find love in a hole. Uh-huh. Is one like, so yeah, that's, which is, yeah. So I'm going to leave that alone, but okay. all you adults know what that means. So, yeah. So then he has one called The Twist. So, and, you know, again, it's prose. So, uh, did you blush when our hip, hips touched? I can't tell you were already red. Am I right? Will you give me the signs? Is that pink mist or just light dry ice? Wow. Wow. <laughs> like, so, I mean, loving the English language and as a self proclaimed writer, oh my God. Like, that's deep. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's deep. Yes. Like, wow. Yeah. This is why I, I love this guy, because he's talking about that struggle of, like, what, you know, you know, yes, there's pursuing, but it's like, what does it mean, you know, once mm-hmm. you, so, yeah. I got more. <laughs> Sorry. So, I got, uh, let's see, well, I'll skip that one. And I can skip. I'll do this one. So, um, okay, uh, or maybe I don't, I'll just do the two, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. That's okay. So his two, one of his two big songs are my backwards walk. Okay. And so it's the whole song is really slow and, um, it's talking about trying to leave somebody, but he keeps coming back to them. Okay. And so it culminates before you get to this end part. It culminates with these words, um, uh, near almost near the very end. Um, I'm working so hard on walking out. My shoes keep sticking to the ground. My clothes won't let me close the door because my trousers seem to love your floor. Wow. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. So and it's talking about how. That romance is like, mm-hmm. he knows it's bad and he's trying to, mm-hmm. but it's, yeah. It's difficult. <laughs> it's difficult. And then the last one that I'll do is um, his other big song, which, well, I'll just skip it, is uh, Modern Leaper, but that's another another good song. So if you never heard of Frying Rabbit, I recommend look him up. I love him. I keep his music alive forever. So Okay. It's well, I'll the, definitely look it up. I, yeah. I have, I'm... I'm yeah, I'm like a guy with a good Scottish accent. 
<laughs> so any and it go like so the whole time is I'm thinking like romantic literature like the definition from Merriam-Webster was like it emphasized the imagination and emotion so the quality or state of being impractical or unrealistic romantic feelings or ideas and there is that the feeling of mm-hmm. love, right. right? What we know what love is, it's an action. You have to, it's something you have to prove, but that whole, but it gets so twisted and people get so lost in the feeling of it. What may, and the thing is, love doesn't always feel good. And it's not always right. And, 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 and so don't be like, Oh my gosh, like, man, that was good. <laughs> that was really good. I'm gonna have to like listen to some of his lyrics. I mean, the, the, the whole class could be just lyrics from his song. It doesn't even have, you don't even have to pick a book. Right. Uh, we're going to analyze some, yeah. uh, some pieces of work that I wrote. You know, it's like, <laughs> a mind blown. That was a good so, choice. That's yeah. good talk. Yeah. So. Definitely. Um, I guess y'all are both looking at me. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> But that's probably because I'm, I'm doing so much talking right now. So, um... For romantic literature, I, I, I picked it as a college course. Um, I feel it's appropriate for college because right. it does take a lot of analyzing and discussion mm-hmm. into realms that you know, most parents probably don't want their kids to talk about, mm-hmm. even right. in high school. Um, so I picked. I'm kind of so I picked the artist first um, before I really got in. I broke it down to like what book. Um, I probably could have left it at what her 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 song, but well, her band song. So it's I, I pick Nina Kerner, ninety nine Okay, <laughs> my favorite. Not, not I'm not just partial because she's it, it's uh, the band is German, but you know my mom's German. So like I remember listening to the lyrics and. Having forgotten how to speak German, I could still kind of, I kind of got it. But man, that song was broken down. Let me tell you, there was so much. The American version and the German version are nothing alike. The the European version of the song is more political. So the way it was described was it retained significant power as a Cold War documentary of unease and doubt. And what it was is, um, um, it was about these red balloons and on either side there were different perspectives people didn't know what were these bombs um, and they caused panic is what I took from it if I'm wrong audience you know take it for what it's worth that makes sense I'm on the podcast not you (laughs) Um, so so you're saying that one side released it in like a celebration but the other side was like are they trying to attack us right Um, so so you know what? I don't even need to go into a book, but I, I chose uh, the book. I chose that like if she's coming in the classroom. Um, the book that they're 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 looking at is um, for some reason I chose The Age of Innocence by Edith Wharton. I've always wanted to read it, but I did do a synopsis of it. Okay, so the synopsis is: There's a guy named Newland. He goes by Archer mostly throughout the book, I guess. Well, that's a good thing because Newland, yeah. Newland is like kind of weakish. I don't know. He's engaged to May, and all of a sudden her cousin Ellen comes to town, and she's a countess, and she's she's married to this uh, rich New York aristocrat. And Archer is uh, like everything about Ellen. He's he's infatuated with her basically. Um, 
I really didn't get into if there was an affair, but I do know that they fall in love. Um, Archer ends up marrying May, his fiance, but he can't get his mind off of Ellen. Mm. Ellen goes back to New York. Basically, the book ends with he has this opportunity to um, go and be with her. So basically, May passes away. They have three children together. Um, and instead of going to find his long-lost love, okay, who was originally his <coughs> wife's cousin, right? he said he'd rather just live with the memories. Uh-huh. Uh. And I'm thinking, like, the whole time, the hidden the hidden meaning, like the way the two sides see it, you know, with the, you can look at it as destruction because here he is having an affair. Um, and based on an illusion, because I mean, they both belong to, you know, right, other so people. Um, now how that ties into the whole, the point is <laughs> what one side sees as you know, you can look at it like the, reading the book. You can look at it just like, oh, they were in love, and that was so. Right. And that's the unrealistic part of it. Right. The being in love, the feeling. The realistic part is the destruction of two lives. Right. right. Or the lives that they could have destroyed because of their love. And same thing with Nina. So I was like, she would make a good. She would be able to analyze it. Right. Because even in her song, her songs were deeper, so she could analyze it in a way that's more leaning toward the realistic side. What's really happening is that these are not bones, these are these are balloons, but there's this fear. And then like with this, look, they're in love, but this is the reality. Right. I don't thought she'd be good. Right. Just, just because love is a good emotion doesn't mean that yeah, because it's all right by good action. Right, yeah. I got I got gotcha. you. I guess. Gotcha. So I thought she'd be good in that class. Okay. Yeah. So. I like it. Sounds good. Uh, I made it work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what you got? I I chose Helen Shapiro. Do either of you know who that is? No. She uh, became an international star at fourteen, and the Beatles were actually billed second to her. Ooh. Yeah, she uh, on her the the first engagement of her British nationwide tour. The Beatles opened for her. What? Yeah, she uh, had a very mature voice, so she was an overnight sensation. Uh, would, as the Beatles or as the Courtney, they toured for her, or was it in in '63? So I don't know. Oh, okay. right, I gotcha. mean, it said Beatles, not Beatles. Okay. Yeah, but she um, very mature sounding voice. She was often for, uh, thought of as as a male when people first heard her they thought it was a male singing but it was her and her deep voice and she yeah she was amazing she too she um her two tart toppers were you don't know and walking back to happiness but she kind of her career started waning a little bit in her late teens and so i thought as a young girl who's in that world of romantic singing and everything so that's all that's important to you when you're a teenage girl right that she would be a good teacher in romantic literature because she would hang on to that like as her career started declining she would hang on to those romantic songs and poems and books and things mm -hmm. and then she became a, a cabaret singer later <laughs> on so i could see her like being a teacher during the day and then at night going and 
performing <laughs> the reality for of the like fantasy. the parents of her students. <laughs> you have to go there. No, yeah. I mean, too far. <laughs> no, I, I can I see that. Be that would bad. That be Miss Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, she was very talented. I mean, she was good. She stayed active in music until 2002. She's uh-huh. still out there. She's in her 70s now, but I could see her, like, even still being a professor in Romantic Light and just kind of maybe not so much her stuff. Right. Yours, but, like, just because of losing her crowd at that age would, like, have her hooked. Mm. Well, yeah, especially examining why is that that, you know, teenagers, m- musicians need to do romance, but then you can't get into more... St- it's hard to it's make hard that to transition, yeah, yeah. To, to get into more adult stuff, yeah. right? And then because, like, as soon as the Beatles hit the songs, because hers were kind of croony, mm-hmm. and so they made the Beatles scene made it pop type music. So mm-hmm. other female artists kind of took over, and she was kind of left in the dust. Mm-hmm. But I think it would set up to be a good career for her to move into teaching from there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. I like it. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Any second thoughts? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I had really invited choosing a corner, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd definitely go with Frightened Rabbit. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd go with yours because you. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you set it up to be. I mean, it sounds interesting. Now I kind of want to go listen to her music and read the book. And yeah. Well, you guys should check out the documentaries on the hidden, the message, and the song. Those, that's what drew me. Aside from, I love the song, the hidden message, or or the 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 message really mm-hmm. hidden from America was because we never listened to the to it as in oh bombs. We're thinking nine nine balloons, and her accent was so cute, and and she's super hot. All right, and so it's like <laughs> so they changed the translation then when they did it's it. It's not that the trans a lot, some of the lyrics were more watered down. Oh okay. Um. And if you listen to like the European version or the original version and then get like the documentary, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. And, and that's why do you want to say it? I mean, as much as I love Ryan Rabbit, like, I'm sure I'm just reading stuff at face value. I'm sure there's more hitting messages. Like, I mean, no, he's pretty clear. Yeah, he's pretty clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the entire song, hearing it in context that way might. Yeah. Soften it, maybe? Or yeah. make it worse? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. I like this episode. Or yeah. in this... Um, this round? This, this round. round. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, so this has been a tad too far. You can find this on... Well, okay. Before I get into all the, the mumbo-jumbo, please let us know who you think won. Uh, you can find this on... Um, Facebook and Instagram, and so uh, is it necessarily winning though, or is it just popular class? Which one would be the most popular chosen by our yeah. audience? Yeah, whose class? <laughs> I don't know if it's so much winning. Still posing just... the question: whose whose class would you love to sit in? Yeah, oh. that's true. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean no, that. no, no, no. <laughs> I, I I had a brain. Yeah, I was sorry. That's so okay. okay, so um, yeah. <laughs> Twitter and Twitter, or not Twitter, not Facebook Twitter. and Facebook, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this has been round three. So uh, when you hear us again, it'll be a whole new, uh, 
whole new set of episodes. So uh, we hope you join us again for our next uh, next three rounds and uh, see us fight it out. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this has been a tattoo. Part.